Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle aged warriors, Chris Samino and Rick Summers. All right, welcome back one more time to Middle Age Warriors. Uh, we've again, as middle aged Rick, I'm Chris Amino. He's Rick Summers. We've <laughs> Thank seen, you. We've seemingly <laughs> slowed our pace in putting out these shows, but I hope everyone is uh, still with us. We've got a good you show. You know, I, I think that's a function of, of just getting older and slowing down a little bit. And it, it's not boredom because uh, we still love doing the show and talking with each other. But I got to tell you, you know, obviously when it's brand new, you know, you're on top of it and your eyes are wide open and you can't wait. And I think it's like anything else. It comes old hat and you're tired. Yeah, we've already spent the signing bonus. So, you know, what else? <laughs> what was that? Five dollars? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, good. <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's no contract. So I guess that that kind of, uh, you know, puts it in our hands. But again, we enjoy really doing the show. We've had, you know, on personal sides, both sides, trying to get everything to work and coordinate. For some reason, I don't know whether Mercury's in retrograde or what's going on, but everything, and I know you've been going through this, everything seems to be just a little more difficult to get accomplished. Things that should happen pretty quickly. It seems yeah. like, it's like everything's an uphill battle lately. I don't know why. And for me, technically, it's just, I'm not very adept. And it's frustrating when something goes wrong. So, okay, all right, let me go turn off the uh, the router. Mm. Oh, wait, which one's the router? Wait, that's the <laughs> modem. Just frustrating. And well, uh, and I hate not knowing how to solve problems. And, uh, you know, life problems I can solve. Hmm. But technical, technical problems. <laughs> technical problems. I'm still still not a great uh, technical guy. You know, I mean, we should probably end up doing a show one day about the fact that, you know, at this age, when you feel like you you don't know how to do something, I don't know whether it's it's worse now than, than when you're younger and you're, you know, I think when you're younger, you expect to not know how to do things, but you know, you need to learn and you have the, and you feel like, okay, I'll learn this. I'll, 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 I'll get great at doing this, or I'll, I'll be, you know, savvy enough at handling and doing this. But at our age, I don't know about you, but I sort of feel like I don't want to learn anything right now. I, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I, let somebody else do it for me. I don't want, I don't want to have to learn this. I don't know. You know, it's funny because when you're younger and you don't know, you want to, kind of cover your tracks or at least i did i never wanted to admit that i didn't know or didn't, right. couldn't do it and now i'm kind of like i don't give a shit right <laughs> like i'm the first to admit that i'm an idiot and this is just not what i do sure. no back then it was you know you earn a bs degree and it stood for a lot of different things and now <laughs> Absolutely. I, I don't give a bs degree but That's well, right. i i know what we could do to sort of what's that today is national drink wine day as now we're... you're talking yeah. now my friend uh, that I know how to do. You know, it's ironic because I've cut back on wine immensely. I've had like two glasses since New Year's Eve. That's right. it. Well, you said yeah. you, you had that dry January and you cut out all the fun stuff. We've got a really cool guest today that you found. I was not able to be a part of the interview, so we're kind of recording this a little bit after the after the cause. But uh, tell the folks at home is Beth Broderick. Uh, yeah, Beth Broderick uh, is an actress, but... Um, on the grander scale, she's a friend. She's somebody that we've known for the past few years through friends in Los Angeles, which is where she is originally from. I can't remember if she went to Beverly Hills High School or not, but she's a real LA kid. She grew up in Huntington Beach on the beach. 
surfing, doing all the dude stuff. And uh, she decided she wanted to be an actress in Hollywood. And she was for a number of years. You did some reading about uh, Beth's background. Yeah, apparently she graduated from high school. I'm I'm reading now at 16 years old. And then the American Academy of Arts in Pasadena, California at the age of 18. So obviously at an early age, she was quite the go-getter. But she's been in a lot of different, uh, different movies, television series. So yeah, you know, we could mention some of them. Real quick, The Bonfire of the Vanities, uh, Man of the Year, Maternal Instincts. Here's one, Breast Men. Uh, and the list goes on and on. She was in uh, episodes of, I think, Married with Children. Think about growing up in Southern California and the pressure on you to be blonde, thin, mm. beautiful. I just love her her spunk, her honesty. She just kind of puts it right out there. So uh, we'll get she to does. her interview that you had with her, by the way. Excellent job, if I might add. But we'll talk on the on the backside of that interview. Uh, the backside? Of, that didn't sound right. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk when the interview is over. I don't want to talk on the backside of the interview. But the flip for, side. Flip side. Thank you. Thanks for helping me out there. <laughs> I think I have to celebrate National Wine Day. It sounds like I already had, but I haven't. I think so. Uh, Here you go. But before we get to the interview, of course, uh, all important words uh, from one of our sponsors. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline's your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage. It's the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. And this is Middle-Aged Warriors, Chris and Rick. And we are talking with a dear friend, Beth Broderick. And Beth, you are writing, I mean, I think it's the timing is just so good as we're all seemingly aging out uh, about getting older and and the new silver being the new gold. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really funny, especially with the Olympics right here. <laughs> you know Tell us about your approach and how you decided to sit down and do this. Well, I I um I was approached by a, a, a website that was it, it's in it's in the works and it, it's up and they're and they're they're getting organized. Uh, that's kind of dedicated to people over fifty five. Okay. And I did an interview for them and they said we really want to be involved with you. You're so dynamic, and I was like, "Well, I could write a call," and so I started writing it for them. But they, it turned out that their format was not really conducive to a column, mm-hmm. so I switched over to Substack. Um, it's really taking off quite quickly. I'm getting a lot of subscriptions. Uh, a lot of people want to have this conversation, and they want to have fun with it. And like with my with my piece, the Gospel of the Bra. You know, I mean, it really is about my favorite bra and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it for weeks. Like this happens all the time. You know, when you get older, you're like, where the hell could it be? And why am I in the kitchen? And what did I go in there for? And it's so like, (laughs) it's, you have to have fun with it. You know, like um, our mutual friend, Michael Gerber used to, you know, used to always laugh, fun with aging, fun with aging. Yeah, really. (laughs) 
we could hear each other and and one alexa would talk to the other alexa and then they'd all start talking at once and like <laughs> one of the know. things i always i always liked that uh, the people said is aging is not for the faint of heart and you come from a um a society you grew up in los angeles we're an mm -hmm. actress in la uh spent a lot of time at the beach and surfing and riding horses and doing all that uh all that cool stuff that la people young people did and do is getting older more acceptable in la now than it used to be because i always used to feel that la was the plastic surgery capital of the world well it still is and oh, okay. there's still a lot of pressure to look uh, to look great. And there is a lot of ageism in my industry. I'm in the film and television industry and the right. ageism is extreme. And, and when you couple that with female, <laughs> uh, so, you know, sexism, it, it's, it's a double whammy for women in, in the film and television industry. There is, um, I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky. I still work a lot. I do. I really enjoy doing movies for Hallmark and Lifetime. And, um, and sometimes there's really some interesting stuff to do. But for the most part, I'm the mom. And I like to say I either marry him or I bury him. There's nothing else. There's just <laughs> nothing else going on in any of these roles, you know. And um, so that can be really frustrating. And, and the truth is, I'm lucky to be playing them, you know, supposedly. Yeah. Because a lot of women my age don't work at all. Uh, so I'm very grateful for that. But it's one of the reasons that I, number one, started writing this column because I thought we really have to have more fun with this and a bigger discussion about it because we, the baby boom generation, you know, we're aging together in historic numbers. So it's really up to us how that looks and feels. You right. know, we don't have to age according to the rules of previous generations. And we don't have to arrange our lives that way, you know? So, and there's a lot that's different about us. 37 million Americans live alone. And 34% right? of women over 60 live alone, 21% of men. So there's a lot of people who are uncoupled either by choice or by, you know, widows, they're widows or widowers, or they're divorced and just never found that another person to marry. And so, you know, all this sort of tropes of coupledom, you know, like in my new article, I'm like, if you're still doing a couples only dinner party thing, you're an idiot. I mean, you're totally dating yourself. <laughs> like nobody under 40 does couples only dinner parties. Okay. So this is a construct of, of our generation and previous generations. And I'm like, you know, no single person is going to come to your dinner party and sweep away with your mate. We're all too tired. We want to go home and put slippers on. Nobody gives a shit about stealing your mate. So get get over it and like get used to the odd number because this is the way our generation is aging. We're not aging in, you know, perfect uh, sync and, and, and everlasting love and, and ever everlasting coupledom. You know, there's a, a huge, huge. And by the time people are in their 70s, statistics have 50 percent of our population will be living alone. So, yeah. So we need to think about like, you know, what when we can be creative about like what are the social constructs that are going to have to shift to accommodate that? Or are we really going to leave 50 percent of the population off the guest list? You are so uh, well spoken on this topic. 
and these numbers, I wanted to ask you because I've never actually looked at the official construct of what middle ages. Chris and I founded this middle age warriors website in our podcast because we, I guess, fancied ourselves as middle age. I turned 60 a couple of years ago and Chris turned 60 a year ago. And I'm not so sure we're middle age anymore because that implies we're going to live to 120, right? Mm, I would think, yeah. I mean, you know, I think when you're in your 60s, you're in the third act and and not the middle. And you're just just past the middle. You're not all, you know, you're not, you know, too far past it, but we're past it. I turned 63 this month. Happy birthday, by the way. And I forgot. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to turn 63. It's a it's a privilege. We have you and I have lots of friends in common who didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. And um, so every day is a blessing, you know. But also, like, it's going to be really interesting how this group of people, this really, really large group of people decides to approach it. You know, I mean, there's so many conversations. Oh, we're going to live in a compound. Oh, we're going to get tiny houses and have them, <laughs> and have them park them around a clubhouse. And we're all going to make dinner. One, each person is going to make dinner once a week and blah, blah, blah. And all that sounds really interesting. You know, all that sounds like way better than going to the home, you know, way better than going to, uh, you know, of course, there are these wild and woolly, these crazy ass resorts with, you know, pickleball and they all have STDs. Everybody's getting crabs and everything. You can, it's just like <laughs> ridiculous people in their 70s and 80s, you know, that but you they're having an STD, fun yeah. and I'm not judging it. I don't think that's going to be my speed, but they're having fun. So, you know. It's uh, we're in a very privileged position that we get to say, okay, all right, well, we're pushing 65. We're not there yet, but it's, I can see it. It's winking at me, you know, it's going, hey, Beth, I'm here. I can see you. It's so hard to believe that we're this age, but we are. But we are. uh, And do you remember, you know, like turning when you were 25 and it was like, oh my God, I'm a quarter of a a century old Mm -hmm. and then 30, God, the thirties came and, and it's all traumatic. And it's interesting because uh, one of the things you alluded to is being a woman and being an actress in Hollywood. And this is part of why uh, I love having Chris here is talking about the difference between aging, getting older and uh, a little, a little uh, salt and pepper on top with men as opposed to women. Now, Chris mm-hmm. comes from a news background, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we see how many women anchors are pushed out the door because they age out. And uh, uh, yeah, they're pushed right out the door. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, and, yeah, you see it all the time. But I mean, the same is, it's the same for writers, for producers, for directors. You know, I had my, I, uh, Linda Day, who was one of the early pioneers female directors in television and she was really really amazing and incredibly talented and had been around and done so much and she said they used to say to her so how old is your daughter because they couldn't ask her how old she was you know so because they were they were like you've been around awfully long time you know so how old are you so it, it it happens to everybody in the entertainment business but it certainly happens um more brutally and with more force to women. And, uh, you know, I tell people, you know, they tell you when you get to Hollywood, whatever you do, do not get older. And I went and did it anyway. 
you know, I didn't pay attention to that. And so that's the, you know, there are consequences and it, and it really is difficult. And, and I really am blessed to be working as much as I do. And I, you know, I, I've had this experience on many, many uh, films and, and TV shows lately where I'll be in the wardrobe department and they'll say, well, the producers feel like we need to take you down. And I'm like, what do you mean take me down? Well, they feel like you're looking kind of thin and attractive for a mom. And I'm like, there's no thin, attractive moms. And they're like, no. I'm like, no, no, not, 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 from, not from the Midwest. I'm like, there's no thin, attractive moms from the Midwest. We don't think so. So we're going to put more fabric on you and we're going to do this. And I'm like, okay, do what you need to do. But you knew what I looked like when you hired me. And I'm going to just go out on a limb here and say, there's lots of thin, attractive moms in the Midwest. Okay. So let's not, you know, let's not have this conversation. So I ended up uh, signing with a modeling agency because I'm like, take this down. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Try to take me down. I'm going to go and do and, and, and work in a medium where I am saying aging can be beautiful. There is beauty in aging. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all of the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 a month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your first NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Where does your feistiness come from? <laughs> I don't know. I've always had it, though. Yeah. I mean, even as a kid, mom or dad, is that where it came from? Or yeah. grandma? I think, um, oh, my grandmother was a yeah. piece of work. Um, but, you know, I came from a divorced family. Uh, there was a lot of trauma. There was a lot of issues, alcohol issues and things. And um, so I kind of was on my own from 16 on. And you get pretty scrappy when you're out there by yourself <laughs> yeah. trying to make it in the world. Yeah. So I had to be scrappy. And, you know, as far as writing the column, which uh, they can, everybody can find at bethbroderick.substack. It, it really is giving me an opportunity to, to start a conversation with people. And every article that I write, I get people saying to me, oh my God, I'm doing that. I'm trying to downsize. I'm trying to do this. I can't, I have that bra. And I know what you're talking about. And I understand, you know, the dilemma that you went through because it is a dilemma to decide to go ahead and let your hair go silver, to okay. go ahead and say, I, I am going to be the very best that I can be at this age, embrace every aspect of it. You and was know? that an overnight? I woke up one morning and that's how I felt. And that's what I decided was going to be my mantra. No, it's not a mantra either. It, it is um, during the pandemic, uh, I live alone. So I had a way too much time on my hands. 
<laughs> at the first month and a half or so, I was like, ah. But I thought, well, this is an opportunity to find out what color my hair actually is. Because I had no idea. Um, and it turned out, I was like, oh, that's kind of pretty. I really actually liked it. So I was like, well, let's just go with that. You know, it wasn't like a big profound decision. I was just like, looks kind of good. Let's just go with that. You know, Mother Nature's not an idiot. You know, it changes. <laughs> you can probably be assured that the natural thing that's happening to your hair is supposed to go along with what's also happening to your skin and your, you know, like they go together kind of nicely. So, it, you know, that, that just sort of drew me, drew into focus. Okay, well, this is how I'm going to play this. I'm just going to play because, this my way. Yeah. Because of your TV uh, background and your commercial background, thinking about uh, a TV ad when we were kids. For God, I think it was from margarine or a butter, and it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the best part about getting older? The best part? Yeah. Is it the knowledge? Is it the experience? Is it the memories? What is the best part about being middle-aged and then beyond? The best part about being in the third act of my life is um, how free I feel. I said in one of my articles, I mean, we absolutely do not have to fear failure anymore. Who gives a fuck? I mean, we've been at this for a long time and I've had gratefully a, a, a lot of success in my life. But I'm not afraid to try new things and I'm not afraid to say, no, I don't want to do that anymore or, you know, stand up for myself in ways that, that probably I wouldn't have when I was 40 and, you know, still fighting the good fight to be what I thought I needed to be um, to be successful and to be happy. And I just don't need all of that. So yeah, it's very liberating. Yeah, I feel very free and everything when i'm looking at what do i want my few because just because you're in the third act doesn't mean you don't get to plan it you get to write it still i mean we still yeah. get we still are the authors of our own stories and i think the most important thing when i'm looking at how am i going to make what do i want this to look like i want it to look free i want to be free i want to be free to from all those constraints of worrying about how I'm perceived or if I'll be hired or will I be loved? I just want to be free. And so that's kind of how I'm trying to build my life. And I don't mean free with no responsibilities. I still think I feel as a citizen, we all have a lot of duties left right. to perform, but I don't, I don't need to, kind of yoke myself to an idea of what success is anymore. It is liberating. I got to tell you, getting older and kind of like taking some of the shackles off and saying, you know what? I don't give a shit. I've been there. I've done that. I've lived through this and I've seen some pretty heinous things in my life as we all have. And now is the time to really kind of raise our glass, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Can, and like, you know, I, like, you know, that, that self-talk that we all have, well, you probably shouldn't have eaten that. You probably, and I'm just like, <laughs> well, who cares? No one cares. You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, you don't, like, one of my articles is called Resolution Evolution. Like, do we really have to make a resolution? Do we really have to better ourselves still? Is that really a thing? Like, yeah. did we not do enough of that yet? Can't we just 
have some stinky cheese and read a book, you know, like, I, I, I don't know if I want to better myself anymore. You know, it's just, I'm, it's all tired of it. I'm glad when I see New Year's Eve and New Year's resolutions in the rearview mirror, and mm -hmm. I'm happy to look over the hood of the car, occasionally mm -hmm. look up at the mirror and see what's behind me, but I don't need to spend a whole, whole lot of my time or energy, which is dwindling as we, as we get older. Uh, I, one of the things I think you wrote, uh, and I have to put put on my reading glasses to be able to see it, mm -hmm. but you were talking about being plus age and you're working harder at not working so hard, something along those lines. And I think that that's a great way for us to put a wrap on it, as the director would say. We will see yeah. you soon, I hope, right? Yeah, I hope so. That'd be nice. That would be great. Um, Beth Broderick, uh, can you give your website again? Yeah, bethbroderick.substack.com. Or you can just Google me and it'll come up. But uh, yeah, look for Silver is the New. Look for Resolution Evolution, the Gospel of the Bra. Uh, there's no reason why we can't have fun with this. You are a pleasure and a treat. And I really want to thank you for spending some of your busy, busy time with us. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. And we'll let All you know right. when we get this up and running. Thanks so much, sweetie. You take care of yourself, okay? Sure, honey. You too. Right. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Happy birthday. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I got to tell you, listening back, it's she's a lot of fun, and she is she's tough as nails. She's a tough broad, if I yeah. if I can say that. <laughs> but for somebody who's had to sort of play the game earlier in life, you know, in Hollywood and that whole that's a whole different you know lifestyle, but yet it looks like she really has kept true to herself. She's, she's not letting that go. And in her older age, if you will, and beyond middle age, the third act as she likes to call it. Right. Uh, I, I love, I love her attitude. I love the, the line, you know, do we, do we still have to better ourselves at this point in our life. Can I just have some stinky cheese and read a good book? <laughs> yeah. Really. Stinky cheese and a glass of wine, at yeah, least one. Yeah. You know, but she's uh, right. I mean, do you still feel the need to, live fast and uh, leave a great looking corpse behind when you go. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this stuff and that's what getting older does. Makes I think, you... yeah, but don't you, I mean, I think if it's your choice and you want to continue to, to do it for you, that's great. But I, I love her point is that it's okay if you don't want to, why do you have to feel bad about right. it's sort of like how I feel sometimes when people talk about, Oh, I work out at the gym five days a week and I go running six and I don't do any of that. And, you know, it's still there's a little twinge that I kind of go, I guess I should be doing that. I, I, I'm I know. such a nothing. What am I doing sitting on my ass all day? You know, but I don't know. It's because that's not what I want to do. <laughs> I know. And you know something? We're at that point now where life is short and getting shorter and we, we should do what we want to do. And let me say this from a purely heterosexual friendly place on my computer. You look great. And you continue to age gracefully and nicely. Well, that's that's the red wine and the dark chocolate that you know. <laughs> there you go, and the, the Italian olive, and, the, and olive the olive oil. oil. Yeah, and the yeah. olive oil. and the <laughs> Let's garlic. Be real. Uh, no, but uh, but thank you. You're very sweet to say that. But but yeah, I mean, you know, I, it really depends upon the individual. But I like the way she was sort of freeing herself and others to not feel guilty if you don't want to do anything to better yourself at this point in your life. You're happy with where you are and who you are, and that's okay. Just ride it out. 
you know, you, you, you've created all of these waves in a life. Now it's okay to just want to ride it out. But yet we're yeah. made to feel, oh, you're wasting time. You're wasting your life. You're not wasting it if you're enjoying just being, <laughs> you know? It's, yeah. It's well, it's you. interesting. I, I remember a psychologist once saying to me, so-and-so cannot make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You do that to yourself. Oh, sure. And, and, you know, it took me a long time to get past that and, and understand it and then incorporate it in my life. But yeah, there's still a lot of truth to that. And I think that I exhibit it as I get older. It's, I think part of it is just in, alluding to kind of what Beth was saying, as you get older and kind of not giving a shit anymore. And that's okay. Yeah, sort that's of. the point. It's right. I mean, we're talking about as long as you're not imposing something about yourself onto others that is detrimental to them or you're hurting them or you're, you know, but from the standpoint of yourself, hey, nobody gets hurt. If you don't want to do anything, power to yeah. it. <laughs> you yeah. know? Or you want to do something, that's fine too, whatever works. But I just like the fact that she was very honest about that. And hopefully some people will re-examine their own thoughts in their lives at this point in their 60s and beyond and say, hey, I don't have to live my, this life for others and other people. What I think other people think I should be doing, BS. I want to do what I want to do. Well, that's it for we, me. How about you? I was going to say, I think we should get out of here while we can. We're going to get out of here while we still can. <laughs> <laughs> well, the getting's good. Well, they haven't changed the locks yet. But yeah. uh, again, everybody stay safe, stay smart, stay well. Sunshine always. Be good, feel good. He's Chris. I'm Rick. This is the Believe Podcast Network. Have a good one. We'll see you soon. And once again, the show brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.